Sunday. On uh, Monday, rather. Monday at 5.20. Monday, Rosh Chodesh, the first day of Rosh Chodesh at 5.20. Today's daf is daf Ayin Hay in Yavamas. Yesterday we got down <coughs> to Ulatan, um, Ulahachtana. It's about 10 lines down on the page. Uh, we explained why it had to say the three psukim by Yitar, uh, because if you wouldn't know, and we said, why do you need three psukim by Truma? Because we said, if you would only say Adashi Yitar, you don't know how to be a Matar. So it says you need sunset. Remember, from Masri, you only have to go to the mikvah. To eat Truma, you have to have Harashemesh. And uh, to uh, eat Kachim, you have to bring a carbon in case where a carbon is necessary. And if we only say Ba Shemesh, I would think that's only if you don't have. If you don't have to bring a carbon, if you have to bring carbon, maybe you have to bring a carbon in order to be able to eat truma. Kamashwan, even when you have to bring a carbon, that's to eat kachim. But truma you could eat as soon as you had hair of shemesh. And then, um, and, and then, because uh, Rahman Adam would say by the Yoledis, until the, she finishes the, 80, the 40 days or the 80 days, I would think even without a mikvah also, it just says Admosi Meitara. She's, she's telling me until she finishes the Meitara. Maybe she doesn't have to go to the mikvah because Rahman Ashayitra tell me Ayyatra means she still have to have some purification process. It's not simply simply the days. So the Gmaran says, Well, Hachtana the Polygala Tana Bishmal. The one who argues yesterday we said Tana Bishmal says that that Pasik that we were discussing in Bayikri Bays, which says, Ishish Kiyatsarua Ozov, we're talking about Azov of Shtebrios. He doesn't have to bring a carbon. Or a Mitsoros who's not Mukhlat, he's only Musgar, he's only temporary, uh, he's in an, uh, in an in- intermediate stage of uh, leprosy to, to determine whether he has a real leprosy. A guy like that doesn't have to bring a carbon. But that's where Bishmal, but the one who argues with Bishmal says that the Pasik is speaking about Azov Bal Gimorius, a, a, a person with gonorrhea who saw three emissions, or Mitsora Mukhlat, or an absolute. Mitzorah, who's 100% Mitzorah, and now has to bring a carbon. These guys have to bring carbonos. That's what it's speaking about. That means full purification means only when he brings a carbon. So if that's the case, why does it need two psukim to tell me that in order to cut him, you have to have full kapara, bringing the kapara also? Here it says here once. Adashayitar means until you have full purification means the kapara. And by Ayoledes, uh, by by a lettuce, it also says what uh, that the Kohen brings the carbon for on the 40th or the 41st day or the 81st day, depending boy or girl. Uh, why do I need two psukim for that? One is Asher Yitari and Vichipera Lamali. What do I need? What do you need two psukim to tell me that you can't eat kachim until you bring the kapara? If you tell me by a woman who gives birth that the Kohen, that she's not able to eat kachim until the Kohen brings a, car- a carbon for her, let's say on the 81st day, Mishim Druba Tamasa, she's got a long tumah. She's tummy basically for 80 days. Now, tumah there doesn't mean that she can't live with her husband. She remember the Pusik says, for a boy, seven days, and for a girl, 14 days is the time when she's tummy she can't live with her husband. But afterwards, it's called Yimei Tahara, meaning that even if she sees Dam there, that's called Daniel Lettuce. She's a woman who can sleep with her husband even while she's seeing Dom. Today we don't differentiate between Dom Nida and Dom Yoleta, so we don't know what the difference is, so we're always machmer. If she sees with Dom, you don't, you don't sleep with her, she doesn't sleep with her husband. But um, in the time, at, 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 at the earlier stages of when the Torah was first given, she could have lived with her husband during that 60, uh, during the, um, during the uh, 33 days or 66 days um, uh, of Yimei Tower until the 40th or 80th day, respectively. So I might say since she has a long period like that, she has to wait a full 80 days. She's tummy, at least in the sense that she can't eat kachim for a long time. So therefore, she needs a kapara in order for it to eat kachim. Zav is usually a shorter time, a week, two weeks, three weeks. Because 
There's no such thing as a heter. We explain, Avilatus has a heter even during her time of, uh, of, uh, of 80 days or 40 days, she can sleep with her husband. She's only tummy for 7 days or 14 days, depending on the boy or girl. But after she can sleep with her husband, she's just considered Yimaytan, she's not fully pure in the sense of eating kachim. So since she's like a heter, that even when she sees Dam, so you might think she doesn't need a carbon in order to eat kachim. Kamash and Sricha, therefore, we need a pasik by both of them to tell me that when you need to bring a carbon, you may not eat kachim until you bring a carbon. But as we saw, even if you need to bring a carbon, that's only in order to eat kachim. However, a truma you could eat as soon as you had hair of shemesh, as soon as the sun went down after you went to the mikvah on the prior day. Now, another Pasik says in Perikid Aleph there, by Maim Yubava Tamerar, the Barbara speaking speaking about there if you had a beged or a kliets, something which can be purified. We know, for example, klicheres cannot be purified. It becomes tamay, you got to break it, destroy it. But other things like metal, metal things or uh, woolen things made out of uh, bad material can be purified in the mikvah. So this is Bamaim Yuva Vatamayara Arab, and Tame till the evening. And we say over there, Tame, in what sense? That you can't touch Truma. So uh, why do I need another pasuk here to tell me? We already know Vah Shemesh Vatoher that when can you eat truma after Harav Shemesh? We've discussed that yesterday and today. But uh, why do I need a second pasuk to tell me that if the kli is tamei, he has to wait till Harav Shemesh in order for it to touch truma? Lamli Amrav Zera Lenegia. That's the thing me even teaching, even touching rather. In other words, why until now we're speaking about when a person's tamei, he can't eat truma until he had Harav Shemesh subsequent to going to the mikvah. But here we speak about if something is tamei, he can't even touch truma until it went to sunset. The tiny vatome, it says it says about buying you a vatome out of Arab. It says vatome out of Arab, and the pasuk ends off vitoher. Now, if it says vatome, you call it still tome. Tamalon vatar. It's it's tar. It doesn't say yitar. It will be tar when you went to the mikvah or went to the Arab Shemesh. It says your tome until the evening and your tahor vitoher. What does that mean? So it's not 100% tummy because it's partially tar. If we just say vitoher, yachal kami, think it's 100% pure. Okay, it said kalamasa kalamachuma. In other words, that uh, you go, it says, but mind, you would put it in water, and it's tummy until the evening, and it's tahor. What does that mean? It's tahor for maser. You can eat maser, or you can touch maser in this case. The uh, kli tummy can touch maser, uh, but for truma, it can't until you get hair of shemesh. Maybe it's the other way around. Maybe Truma is the one that it could touch after it went to the mikvah and Maser only after hair of Shemesh, like we asked yesterday by a person. No, just like when it comes to eating Truma, that's more stringent because you have to wait till hair of Shemesh after. Uh, after it goes to the mikvah, for masa you can eat masa after you went to the mikvah, but for the truma, in order to truma, you have to wait. You have to wait till erev shemesh. Hachanami chamir and negiyah to truma and negiyah to masa. If uh, something which is tummy, you know, we're talking about a kli, but Rashi says from there, you know, a, a person, a person also. I mean, kli is the same thing as a, a person who went to the mikvah. Uh, he cannot touch truma until he had erev shemesh, but he can touch masa. Uh, after he went to the uh, mikvah. So, so uh, presumably that negia is like eating. Just like by eating, we find that truma is more stringent. The same thing for touching truma. You boys say, Mark, I can tell you, negia to truma mehochanafka. How do you know that, that you can't touch uh, truma when you're tummy until after you had hair of shemesh subsequent to going to the mikvah? From this pasuk, the time we learn this pasuk is going back to the Oledas. If a woman they had a, gave birth for a boy, she's tummy seven days for a girl, fourteen days, and it says during that time she shouldn't touch any kachim. Azhara, we're speaking about there even truma. We're talking about even truma. Azhara lo That's speaking about losiga. It's talking about it says you shouldn't touch it. 
But the Bryce says they're speaking about eating. You can't eat it. Oh, no, okay. Maybe it's talking about touching. It says, The Pusik says she shouldn't touch anything which is holy, nor shall she enter the temple. Right? There's a, there's a juxtaposition between eating something which is holy and entering the base of Just like coming into the base of Migdash when you're in a state of Toma is, is a punishment of death. Punishment of death. Natils of Shama. Rashi says, Habala Mikdash Tame Tame. If you come into the biggest one, you're Tame, you hide cars for that. Afkodish also a double shishman tils shama. So we're talking about the whole Kodish Losiga when she shouldn't touch holy, doesn't mean touch, it means eating something. Because for touching something, there's no punishment of death. For eating something in a state of Toma, there is a punishment of death. So therefore we say when it says Bahal Kodish Losigas, it's similar to Elam Mikdash Loyavo, just like there it's Karas, here it's also something which is high of death for. And when touching something, there's no there's no punishment of death for Nithilsushama. If means she shouldn't eat, this woman whose tummy gave birth should not eat any truma. Why does it say Kodesh Why does it say Siga? The reason it says Even though the punishment's not the same, but just like a person whose tummy may not eat truma, a person whose tummy has not had shemshet, it also may not touch truma. So therefore, we know Nagia from that pasuk. Machol Kodesh Losiga. It's really about eating, but the fact that it says Losiga tells me that eating is also just like that. Touching is also just like eating, even though the pasuk says it's the pasuk says touching, but it means eating. But since it uses a lashon of touching, it shows me that, t- that touching is like eating, just like eating is also Nagia is also also. So we come out that for Maser you go to the mikveh, you could eat Maser. For Trumi, you have to wait for Rav Shemesh. If you need a kapara, you have to bring a kapara the next day, like in the case of your lettuce, or a zov who saw three rias, or a full mitzora, or some, uh, somebody like that. Uh, a person who just touched a dead body is not, is, is tummy for seven days and needs my purpose, but there's no kapara, he doesn't bring a carbon for that. Uh, so whether you have to bring a carbon or not, you're mutter to eat truma after Herav Shemesh. That's the rules of, of that. And we said that an oral, of course, can't eat truma. We came out pretty much an oral can't eat maser either. That's an oral. And these other things we're talking about, Tumah, from yesterday's morning till today, we're talking about Tumah. Now we go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that a person who had an accident, now we're not talking about a person who is naturally sterile. Well, it's not like a, a eunuch or a person who couldn't give birth. A person who we're not talking about a person. A person like that can get married. Of course, he can't be Mekah Mitzvah Pruvu. What about his wife? His wife, he said, he has no Mitzvah Pruvu. Women don't have Mitzvah Pruvu. It's only on, on the men. They have mitzvah shevas yatsra, you know, they're supposed to help along, right? But they don't have to. So why? So, you know, we said, how does that work? If they don't have a mitzvah and the men do have a mitzvah, how men can't do it without the women? The answer is the women want to have children, generally. Women don't have children, so that's how Shem created the world. Despite the pain involved, they want to have children. But the mitzvah is only in the men. Okay, but who can't? But so the, the Torah says that if a person who had an accident and therefore any part of his genitals was, was uh, wounded, so that person cannot marry within the Jewish congregation. Can marry a Gyoris, as we'll see in tomorrow's daf. Marry a Gyoris or a Shechem or, or somebody like that, but he cannot marry a regular Jewish girl. That's what the Pasuk says. Layofa p'tzuadaka u'kur shafa b'kal Hashem. The Pasuk shafa p'tzuadaka means a person who so has... If he's born? If he's born, if he's born that way, not. That's called a Saurus. Like a Saurus Cham is born. If he's born that way, then he's a lot... That, that, he, that, that means he's not... He, when the Pasuk says, you talk about an injury. An injury. Now, why is that? It's, uh, we don't know why Hashem. That's, that's, that's Hashem's rule. And it was, it's an injury which left him un, unable to, to bear children. He can't procreate anymore. That's, that's, that's the kind of injuries we're speaking of, even though there are people who are born who can't procreate without an accident. The Torah doesn't forbid that. 
Torah doesn't forbid. He can't perform the mitzvah. He can't perform the mitzvah. You know, person has no has no hands. Can't put on tefillin shalyad. It's like that. You know, he can't put on shalyad. But if he has no arms, that's how it is. You know. Okay. So, what would that imply about a case of severe mumps? Of what? Mumps. You're saying mumps. We become, mumps become sterile afterwards. That's oh yeah. Okay. It's so that, that's what we're talking about. That's that would be the same thing. In other words, that would be like not not through an accident, but through a disease, through a holy. That's called saras chama. Like through heat or through fever, he uh, he got some sort of a disease and he and he got uh, sterile. Is that all? Is that always the case with no, mumps? No, no, some no, cases. It could happen. It could happen. For a man or for a girl or for both? For both. Man. For for a man. man. Oh, for a man. Oh. Ah, a daka who kohen as enlo enlo malasod. That's a good point. Yeah, he's a good point. But daka, if he's a kohen, you know, our mission was talking about. Remember, our mission was talking about a truma. Now, let's say he's a tzur daka kohen. The mission said, tzur daka v'kushavcha, they can eat. He had an accident. The Torah says he can't live with a Jewish girl anymore, right? But he can eat truma. He's on an oral. The oral we had on a pasuk. Remember, uh, we had a pasuk telling me that an oral can't eat truma. It's, it's a pasuk, but a p'tzua daka is not prohibited. My, my question was not a flu. I mean, what, 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 you know, that, that would imply that, that somebody with a severe case of mumps can't marry. No, no. I guess I said it's only through an accident. Only through an accident. Tzua daka means crushed. Not a person who's sterile. A person who's just sterile. I mean, he wasn't born sterile. Even if he, but even, but it was. It was. We'll see. Only we're going to talk about that. Only if it was through an accident. Not if it was through what we call an act of God. Okay, you could say an act of God is an accident too, but it's an, an act of God means that it happened naturally without an accident. It wasn't caused, let's say, by man. Okay, we'll talk about examples of that in shortly. Okay, just to clarify what means Psuadaka. So here he said, so Psuadaka can I now, who is the Tanu? So he said over here that Psuadaka can eat, he can eat Truma, but his wife may not if he lives with her, but if he never lived with her. In Lo Yada, if he never lived with her subsequent to the accident, we're going to call it an accident because it means something happened by day Adam. Could have been on purpose. You know, if a guy shot him with a gun too, in the, you know, in his uh, in that area also. But I mean, uh, by uh, it means through human intervention, let's say. Okay, so he says, but if his but his wife, let's say, didn't live with him afterwards, so the Mishnah said, then she's allowed to. She can eat because she was married to she's married to the Cohen. So the doctor's a Cohen. She was married to him, but she never had beer, so she didn't commit any sin yet, and he didn't commit any sin, so therefore she's allowed to eat. Now, so the Gemara says, Montana, Mr. Maris will be a psula de Raisa, Achla. Who's the one who says that uh, Mr. Maris will be a psula de Raisa, that she's, wait, she's waiting, she's waiting for a be a psula? What's a be a psula we had before? If, an, if uh, let's say, an almana, an almana uh, or a grusha, let's say, typically, as a grusha is engaged to a coin. She's not supposed to be, but she's a bus coin. She was eating from in her father's house, now she's engaged. What does that mean? She didn't, she didn't have beer with a guy yet. So we had a machok submission before. Rameir says, as long as she's engaged, she's mishtameres, she's waiting for a biopsula, she's, you know, on, on target to have a biopsula, she can't eat truma in her father's house anymore. We had that back in the mission on the above. So that, that's what Rameir said. Rabbi Lazar Shimon said she's allowed to, as long as she didn't have beer with him yet. And they both agreed that if they got divorced or he widowed from Amman, and if she severed the relationship, even though she okay. never had beer with him, then it's okay. okay. 
According to Blazer Shimon, as long as she hasn't consummated the marriage with him yet, she's allowed to. So who is the author that says, that Torah says that can't live with this woman, she could still eat truma. It's a machlo, it depends on the machlokas back in the above. Who say that as long as she hasn't consummated the marriage with the guy that she's wearing, like the case of she's still allowed to eat truma in her father's house. She can't eat truma. Mitaraisa, she can eat truma from him, right? But but the fact is, we rub on an for that because maybe she'll give truma to her, to her brothers. Even Rameir says over there that the Grusha, who's engaged to a Kohen, uh, cannot eat truma in her father's house anymore because she's waiting for a biapsula. Here it's different because this woman already ate. There, the grusha never ate. Never ate. What do you mean shikfarochla? There also, he, she ate before, but she never ate in that status. In that status, whereas over here, she, here she was married to the guy before, so she ate already. For a blazer, a says that doesn't make any difference. Shikfar uh, What do you mean? What a difference to make that she ate already? We'll look at the situation right now. Dilo temahachi basisrochinis lekoin. A basisrochin marries a kohen. Now she can eat truma, right? Emes, and he dies. Emes, follow. Tocha, you're going to say she can eat now. Shekvar Ochla. Shekvar Ochla should be the gears. Shekvar Ochla, because she ate already. It doesn't make any sense. So you don't say Shekvar Ochla. That doesn't have any. You have to get its status right now. Right now, she can't eat because she's married to the. And give me a shaben. Keken, aval zeh mashu acher. Aval kshenach yim shi lo achelet. Because she kvar, I thought to give. Okay, you can eat because she kvar Ochla. Maz mishane. Amatzav achshavi, she lo yachol lechol. Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Yochan Hassan, fucking there. It's different because there he's not married to her anywhere. Here she was married to the Pesuah Doctor Cohen. She was married to the Cohen before, and now he became to He's the same guy, same husband, same Pesuah. Everything's the same, the same house, right? And she was eating before, so she can eat now too, even according to her mayor. So that's the Shaila. Is our Mishnah going only according to Lazar Shimon, or even according to her mayor? If his testicles were wounded, even if one of them has been wounded. That's called the Ptsuadaka. He can't, presumably he can't have children anymore. I, I, you know, today with an operation, etc., on, on a minor thing, what would there be Ptsuadaka? That would be a Ptsuadaka, that would have to be a shallow, because presumably the Ptsuadaka is such that it's an injury which causes him not to be able to have children anymore. Even if there's a puncture, even if it's just like shriveled up or shrunk, because of a wound, even even if a mashurash is even called, even part of one of the testicles is missing, that's called tzuadaka. I feel like we're going to say in a minute. Look at next. If he has one testicle, v'kosher. He's a Saras Chama, that's the case. Saras Chama means a guy who got sick, it's like a guy who got sick. Now, there are cases we know a person born one testicle, he can still have children, right? So, so it's, 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 a, it's a hard definition over here. But the point is, if he's born one testicle and he cannot have children, he cannot have children, he still is he's okay. He can marry. It's not a Ptsuadaka. Ptsuadaka is only if it was an injury, a, man, a, a, a human, uh, human cause uh, uh, injury. Which prevents him from having children, that's also for him to marry or to stay married. It's not a sischam, a sischam is like you said, a case of the mumps. He got fever or something, he can't have it. He's sterile because of that. But here he's not, that's not a, a person, one testicle is not called a person just who's some sterile. He's like a person who's sterile. That was a person who had only was born with one testicle and he's sterile for whatever the reason is. A person born, born sterile. 
he's born sterile, maybe he has no testicles or he's broken testicles, whatever, that's kosher. To a doctor's only petsua, wounded. You don't call that wounded. You know, we say petsuim, uh, there's an accent, petsuim. Nobody says he's born wounded, petsua. Petsua is not born that way. Born that way, he's born that way, whatever, he's handicapped, you don't use the word petsua. Just because he had a puncture in the testicle, that means he can't procreate. We have a story. There's a guy, the solid, the guy climbed up on a tree, and a thorn, unfortunately, punctured his basin. And pus came running out of there like a thread of it, and still he had children afterwards. And he says, You think it was his kids? And go check where his kids came from, because that guy ain't having kids anymore. So, in other words, that thing more assumes that if he, if he had an injury, if he had an injury, if he had an injury like that, presumably he can't have children. Now, <laughs> like today, you know, again, with medicine has changed a lot. If he could have children afterwards, I don't know if they would be called up to a doctor. That would be a Shiloh for a rub. I'm ready to to a doctor, bidei shamayim kosher, like we just said. Let's say he was born that way, so it's not patsua, really. It's bidei shamayim, meaning he was born that way. Or Rashi says it could have been he was in a hailstorm, or it was like a natural event, what we call an act of God. An act of God as opposed to an act of man. When he came home from the factory and he said, honey, there was an accident, we have a problem, that's what we're speaking about here, patsua daka. But if he was in a you know, uh, I guess a car accident, that's also an accident, right? But if it's like an act of God, not. That's why he says that Ptsua and Hapatsua sounds like he was born that way. He was like wounded from Agra. On the side, he says that we call Ptsia, not Patsua. Patsua means wounded, like a wounded in an accident or by man, and Ptsia or some other law should be referred to from birth. Masisatana. How do we, it says very good a mamzer is like a p'tuadaka in the sense that a mamzer no, God didn't create any mamzer on his own nobody was born a mamzer by himself mamzer was created because somebody blew it right somebody slept with somebody they weren't supposed to sleep with that's what made a mamzer so in other words just like a mamzer came through human intervention p'tuadaka also means through human intervention if, now, there's three parts, general parts, to the genitals, right? You have the, the, uh, the penis and the testicles and what we call the spermatic cord. So Ravis explains that when it says betsua, wounded, means in any of those three, bakulan. Or daka, which means crushed, also means any of the three were crushed. Or uh, bakulan, karus, bakulan, if any of them were cut. Petsua bakulan, bein shenifza gid, whether the, uh, whether the gid was, was wounded, was wounded or damaged, bein shenifza beitzim, or the testicles, bein shenifza chutei beitzim, or whether the spermatic cord was wounded. Dach bakulan, if they were crushed, bein shenidach agid, whether the, the penis, we say, with the pasuk says kushaf, the gid was cut, but if it would be crushed, also the same thing applies. And as we say here, that applies, the, 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 you can mix and match, right? When the pasuk says pshua dach or kushaf, it means whether wounded, crushed, or cut on any of the three parts of the genital system. Right? Uh, whether the gid was, uh, the gid is a penis, whether that was crushed, whether the testicles, whether the cord was crushed. Karos going cut, whether the, whether the gid was cut, whether the beitzim were cut, whether it was cut. In other words, whether it's cut, crushed, or wounded, it applies to all of them. Think about the Pusik. The Pusik says, Lo yavo petsua daka bekalashem. What other things does the pasuk say? Lo yavo lo yavo mamzer bekalashem. Lo yavo amoni mitzur bekalashem. Lo yavo mit lo yavo amoni mo amoni umoavi bekalashem. Right. 
When it says Pitsua Daka, it just means, what does Pitsua mean? Wounded. Daka means crushed. How do you know it's talking about down in that area below the belt? Maybe it means that his brain was crushed. You know? How do you know what that means? means down there. Maybe it's his head. If his head's been crushed, how do you know? Very good. Uh, because you know, by Mamzer it says, you know, many people mistakenly interpret that to mean ten generations. It means Adolam. Or by Mitzri it says, Dor Shlishi Keva, right? So, so since it talks about further generations, but here it doesn't say further generations, it's Mashma, that Psuadaka is something which causes him not to have any future generations. So that, that's a good diak, you know, maybe Psuadaka. I mean, obviously we could have had kids before, but I mean, it means after Psuadaka there's no more kids. So he says, how do you know it means that area? Because it doesn't say anything about the further generations, Mashma, that we're talking about a wound which prevents further generations from happening. <clears throat> no, who says, maybe the wound we're really talking about his ear, or his nose, or his brain, or his head, or something. Maybe it's diff- it, maybe it's the reason is because by a mamzer or by a molek or by a moni mitzray takets also forever and ever, right? By mitzray for generations. The reason why two is not mentioned by generation really we're talking about a wound to the head. Let's say it's a, let's say it's an injury that doesn't cause him not to appropriate. A person can be wounded and still have be able to appropriate. So, 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 that, that, so maybe the re, maybe the reason that's mentioned Doris is because the, the, the further Doris are mutter. The next generation is mutter. It's a special. If a guy's got a, a, a half a head, he can't um, he, he can't marry a Jewish girl, but his kids could. Maybe that's the reason. Maybe that's the reason. The answer is So how do we know that? How do we know that Suadaka does not means down there? It doesn't mean the head. The answer is because it says Layovo uh, um, the same passage refers to both and Kruzhafka means cut off and pouring, right, it's cut and pouring just that, that means cut off, means the penis means down there maybe it means he cut off his ear, cut off something else maybe his lip if his lip is cut, maybe it means that the answer is a place that pours. The lip doesn't pour. The lip normally is sealed up. What pours? An area down there that pours out. His nose can pour, right? People have runny noses. It comes, stuff comes out of his nose. So maybe it means if his nose was cut. Does it say in something that pours out if it's cut off? What does that mean? It's, it's cut and therefore it's shafach. It's not something, but if it would be the nose, it means something which pours out normally. If something which pours out, and then it's cut. He since it says, it says, Shafak said, Misha al yede krisa shafach. By cutting it, it dribbles out, it pours out. Shaloya decreases. If it's not cut, ain't a shafach, ela makalech. It shoots out like a shower, like a, a, a stream. It, it ejaculates, right? So that's what we mean. In other words, the word krus shafach means by cutting off, it only spills out now. Now we can no longer ejaculate properly. Lapukehai, excluding the nose, the edd shafach, it pours out anyway. The nose never ejaculates, it doesn't spit out. Rashi says when we're talking about the uh, even the piv, Krus Shafra, Vu Piv ain't a shofech elizorik mrochok. By the mouth also it's not that. He says Krus Shafra. And it's not simply because it doesn't pour out normally, it's also the piv never shofech, because you spit out something, you spit out, it doesn't dribble out. So, so therefore the word Krushaf itself indicates we're speaking about the genital area, and therefore Psuadaka also means the general area. Masnisatana, a different sfara. Never lay of a Psuadaka, we use that sfara before to say. 
that just like you have a, a mamzer is Ayyadeh, a person, a, a, a mamzer happened, was created through human intervention, obviously. It didn't happen. Hashem didn't just put a mamzer down on the ground. So here also we have a Hekesh of the Xerah Shav. It says, In other words, I'm the, the, um, uh, it, it says, both in the same area. So it could be, it could be over here he means, maybe it's the Xerah Shav of Loyovo or maybe it means simply the Hekesh. Right, because he doesn't say uh, it's a It sounds like it's a shava. It's probably also, also it might be a hekish also. It's never How do you make a mamzer? So here also we're talking about Torah. Let's say now the Torah is before the edge of the penis, the leading leading you know away from the body. Let's say there was a puncture. In that area, we really mean at the tip of the penis. At the tip of the penis, there was a puncture. But the puncture went through all the way to t- on top of the crown, on top of the crown. So all he went through into the penis proper, we'll call that. Uh, I'll show you, he wanted to say that that's mutter, because as we learned before, that the area below the atara, towards the tip of the penis, is not so crucial. The kushafka means the area uh, closer to the body, between the atara and the body. Right? So he wanted to be If there was a puncture that went any through any way through the atara, and here it went through because he said if it was at the edge, see, let's say a person, what we mean is this, a person had the tip of his penis cut off in an accident. That wouldn't prohibit him at all. Right? Might not feel comfortable, but when it heals, it would be okay. But if, the, if there was a puncture, went from the tip all the way through the atara, that's a problem. Because then it went through all the way to the Torah. That's, that's a puncture in the Gid itself. The Gid itself meaning the body of the penis from his body until the Atara. That's the Gid itself. And as we saw before, that any of those things, Petsua, petsua whether it's Petsua or Daka or Chorus, on the Gid, that's a problem. Then the Shtayim Atara. Now, the Mishnah said, again, at the end of the Mishnah, we said that um, if, his, if, his, if the Gid is cut, but as long as from the Atara to the tip, there's even a remaining thing, even like a thread, that's okay. In other words, you have to have some, as long as it's remaining from a thread from the atara on, basically his whole tip of his penis has been cut up, but from the atara on, remains even like a thread on this, uh, uh, around us. We'll talk about that now. Uh, that's okay. Does it have to be a thread like on the entire circumference or only most of it? It's enough. But it's got to be towards the ratio. What does that mean? Towards the head. Meaning, meaning the whole gid was intact until the atara. And at the atara, he had most of the atara, at least the chut sara was, was there. But let's say he had an injury in the gid proper, even if the atara was there, let's say he had a cut, something was cut out there. He had an injury and something was cut out. That's already no good. Rashi is a collaboration. Let's not goof in If some of the penis was cut off, uh, the, the the goof itself the the, the good in other words the guy the edge the, the the tip of the penis might be intact but if, if if further up towards the body it was cut out that's a problem it's no good uh, now the Gemara says interesting things let's say it was cut at the at the atara it was cut like a a quill that they made from a from a, a reed like a a, a reed pen. Now a quill is cut, you know, like so that the tip is sharp and the, and the sides are cut like a like at an angle. So he says, if that's how it looks, it's kosher. 
And if that, at the atar, if there's little tip is there, it's okay. Kemar zapsula, but if it's like a gutter, what do you mean by a gutter? We mean like a, a straw or a, a tube that you cut out the whole inside and only the sides are there. He says, that's no good. According to Rafuna. Why? High shall bavir, high low shall bavir. He says, why? Because in the fir- if it's a comus, the air doesn't, is not sholate, meaning if there's too much air, the shikva zera cannot be uh, properly heated and won't be able to procreate. The whole point is that if you can have children or not. What's correct, correct. What so we're saying? assuming over here, we're assuming over here what determines if you can have children or not. You but if, but if you can have children despite these things? Uh, so then maybe you could. That's what I said before. If today, if you can have an operation and correct it, maybe you could. Then you have to ask a rabbi that. The whole idea is here that the, what, the, what the Torah clearly prohibits is an injury which causes him not to be able to procreate anymore. Does that mean he has to divorce his wife? Too? Correct. Correct. That's what we said in the case of the calling there. He had to divorce her. He said, if a man, if a man had it, it's a, it's a horrible thing. Well, the case of, uh, what was it, uh, Wayne Bobbitt? Remember the... <laughs> oh, wow. That was not a divorce. Ow! <laughs> she was a cosmetician, wasn't she? <laughs> she was a doctor. She had a sharp She had a sharp She knife. was a urologist. That's, that's, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking that's about. That's a, that's a yeah. Khrushchev. She cut it right off. You understand? No, no. No. Huh? Knife. They sewed it back on? Yeah, no, no, no. She had a knife. She had a sharp knife from her, yeah, from work. She took up one of her work uh, implements. Well, does anyone know of a case where this is considered? I don't know. I don't know for real cases. I don't know if cases are considered. I don't, I don't know. I don't know for real case. Maybe there are cases. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's it's a, it's a rare thing. It's a very rare thing that through an injury it's been cut off and and. Most people don't talk about it afterwards. That's why I don't know these cases, you know. People don't talk about these things. But we don't know. There could be real cases. You know, it could be. All right. He says, In other words, he, Ravuna says that if it's cut in that form, if it's like a kumus, it's okay because then it'll be still heated up. Then it's okay because he says, Because the air gets in there and the gid becomes cold. And the, and, the, and the semen cannot properly warm up. The semen gets not proper, and if the semen comes out cold, it can't procreate. That's how he says it. And therefore he says that Mars Absula, however, do we understand this? Not really because the net and Rav Chistus says the opposite. Rav Chistus says of Kshera. If it's cut open like a, like the inside of a straw, the top of that there, then it's Kosh Kumspula. Why? The high guard, high low guard, because in the case where the straws are, the sides are intact then at least there's rubbing. In other words, the penis rubs against the inside of her, of her vagina, and therefore the stuff gets warmed up. The high low guard. Now, again, physiologically, I don't know if this is Oiskahal, because today doctors can tell you otherwise that may not depend on that. The high low guard. And the other one, where it, in the case of the kumus, where the sides basically are missing, then it can't, there's not, the friction's not there, and therefore it can't procreate. Uh, do we, is this wor- work physiologically? I don't know, but that's what the rabbis held. So there was a machlokas there. You see, in Nakatsalakatsa, what one was machshim, one was mater. Um, it's like probably the first opinion is probably valid because that was his opinion what about the fact that in the case it was cut like a kumus there's no rubbing there's no friction there the bung of a, of a barrel part of it the inside is very narrow the outside is thicker and that's what seals it up but the inside still works, and even though that's what he says, even though even though the tip of the penis is is very narrow and may not have friction with the uh, with the uh, vagina, but the the th- the thicker part of the body of the of the penis itself does. So therefore, that's not so crucial. The halach is they're both okay. 
Bank Akumas, Bank of Kshera. In other words, that that that's also maybe he all, you know, again, it's it's it's, it a fizzy, it's a really they're arguing almost in a Mitzias, they didn't know, so here they're both kosher, because a person like can still be Mazria. And again, the penis wasn't cut, the tip of was was cut. Uh, uh, are we speaking about below the atar, meaning towards the tip, or lamala, or on top, where the giddis is a pshita de lamala meatara? We're definitely speaking of Malatar. These are the Atara. I feel that it's a good Nami. If we're speaking about below the Atara, meaning uh, 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 we're speaking about Malatar, meaning the Atara is there and it's cut from that point on. The git is cut there, but it's cut in that form. It's not really cut off. It's just cut off in this uh, in this uh, uh, fashion. It's okay because if it's below the Atara, meaning as we said below the crown, even if the whole thing is cut off totally, as long as there's uh, a chutasa remaining of the Atara base, then it's still okay because that's not considered part of the penis. We're speaking about when it's cut from the Atara and on. So what was the question? What did he say? I'm not sure about that. When he said, this is what Moshe said, I'm not sure about this. Ravina was simply trying to test the Shabush boy. He was like trying to trip him up. He was trying to test him to see if he understood this, this, this that we've described, that if, if it's at the tip of the penis from the Atara till the tip, there's no problem if that's gone entirely. Who of the was a story that Shafi Mabravashi Kakumas. The story was there, Rashi says, that uh, there was enough that, that it was like a funnel, like a uh, uh, like a uh, marzav, like a gutter with the sides, and he shaped it, Khatakabasr, and he made it like a marzav because he felt that was better. If you have it like a marzav, then uh, the, um, the, uh, the, the, the the air won't get to it. Uh, or whatever his reason was, he felt that if it's like uh, it'll be more. He said whether the reason was of guard or not. He felt Komus is kosher because um, there's no avir there. So he shaped he fun shaped it like this. How that's clear, I don't know because if it was already like a tunnel, then he then he shaped lachari took away both advantages. But anyway, he shaped Mashar Mashar Komus for Achshir's matra. Who of the Dab Pumpadisa? There was a story in Pumpadisa. Istatim Gufsa the Shemar. There's two um, channels or tubes or ducts. Let's say. Uh, there's two dust. There's a duct for the semen and and a duct for the urine. So istatam gufsa the shipazera. The duct for the shipazera was sealed up. Ba'afik and it came out and it came out from the duct of the urine. So Rabbi, I actually wanted to mash it. Or my papa mishum the asma because you come from weak, uh, physically weak people. He came from the Abaye and uh, Rava came from the, the family of Ali, who were considered weak people physiologically. Amrisimus, so you say weak things. The Makoma Vashla, it only is Mavashla, the Prasima is only properly prepared and heated up and working only in its proper duct. Shlom Kamala Vashla. If it's in the wrong duct, it doesn't work, and therefore, if it's, if, if the, if it's coming out of the uh, urine duct instead of the semen duct, it's not going to work and he can't be Mavashla. And therefore, if, he was, if it was caused through a human injury, that would be puzzle and he can't do it. Um, and he, and he gets it. All right. Tomorrow, again, like I said before, tomorrow, I'll, I'll be away for the next few days. The next year here will be Mitzvah on Monday at 520. On Monday at 520, that'll be Daf Ayin Tess. Daf Ayin Tess. Ayin Zion. Ayin Zion. Yeah, Daf Ayin Tess on Monday at 520. Going away for, going away for Shabbos Hanukkah.